My name is Nathan Kolopek. I am Matthew Morkin. And this is the Veritas Equipping Podcast. Our goal is, especially during this time, to equip you to live out your faith and love Jesus well. Matthew, today we're taking kind of a big picture conversation that's going to set up the next few podcasts. Um, We're recording this still during COVID, and we're actually recording this before you go off on a big old bike journey to work out your biker thighs. So hopefully in future conversations, I can ask you about that a little bit more. But yeah, this conversation is going to be you and me, right, man? Yeah, I'm still trying to get past biker thighs, but uh, yeah, it's going to be you and me. And actually, I'm excited because I get to ask you some key questions. You are the adult ministry director at Veritas Church. We're just diving in. Barely an adult, man. Yeah, Barely an adult. You look like you're 13, right? Yep, and I and act like I'm 12. Yeah, sure, okay. Um, just don't fire me. <laughs> but you're so the adult ministry director, and there has been a lot happening. In particular, in the last couple months, we had a leader sync. We gathered our leaders up the other Saturday, and we just poured out this vision for them, and it's going to be really a widespread thing. And so it has to do with our core values. Some of you, if you've been able to attend church on Sunday mornings, can walk down the hallway and you see a bunch of new pictures going on, and you've seen new stickers on the wall. So Nathan, what is what is happening at Veritas Church this fall? Yeah, the exciting thing is we, we've we taken time, and I think God in, in His sovereignty has given us the time of COVID to just take an honest look at ourselves and go, okay, where have we been maybe falling short in giving clarity and vision and direction of, of where we want to be as a church? And where can we hone in and refine those things to get us all on the same page and moving in the same direction? So I think Jake said it when he when he kind of gave the, the message that was talking through vision values, those things. We're not changing what we're doing per se. For some people, it might feel like a change, like, wait, we're going that way, whatever. Internally, and kind of from a staff and elder level, everyone is going, like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This is where we're already going, but we're putting more clarity, language, direction to it because we've got a huge church. And we've got, even during the time of coronavirus, man, some of you guys are just tuning in and checking out what Veritas is about. I think it's a chance for us to be really clear and really focused. And I was processing with someone today. When a church gets bigger, you almost have to get simpler in how you communicate because it's got to be transferable across so many lives, lifestyles, changes, what, whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And so maybe this is probably the best place to ask this question. So we did the Celebrate, Connect, Contribute thing. What is happening? Because that has been taken off the wall. Yeah. And, and for some of you listening, you're like, dude, I don't even know what that is. Celebrate, Connect, Contribute was a way of talking about the flow, the life of ministry at Veritas Church that came from Cornerstone, the church that planted Veritas, I would say it planted us. And along the way, a number of churches in our network were using, the, we call it the three C's, Celebrate, Connect, Contribute, to describe a flow of ministry where it's like a lifestyle of worship, connecting in relational community and contributing to God's mission with time, talent, energy, resources, all of that. As our churches continued to grow and as our network expanded, we realized we were one of the only churches using the three C's. Not a bad thing, but but we were one of the only ones. So we, so we kind of looked at it again and realized also we were trying to shove a lot into each of those C's. So for for contribute, for example, right? Celebrate, connect, contribute. For contribute, we mean give financially to church. But way more than that, we also mean contribute your your energy, your efforts, 
we also kind of mean mission in that, you know? Like we just ended up shoving a bunch of things into it so that it, it wasn't actually that clear. It was simple, but it wasn't really clear. And we also found too, folks that were joining Veritas um, within the last few years, we hadn't done a good job telling them what we meant by those. So we, we could all come in with our own preconceptions, our own desires, what the church should be like and say, well, it kind of fits in this value. Hey, the church should start a um, day school during the week because yeah, that's one way of connecting. It's like, no, that's not exactly what we mean, but, but we just didn't set people up for success there too. So we, we added a lot more to try to get more simple and more clear, actually, mm-hmm. counterintuitively. So one thing that I would encourage folks listening to do, if you have time, like go back and listen to the messages about the church and membership and stuff that we had over the month of August. But one thing we're going to do here is we're going to walk through step by step each one of these values and just lay out our heart and vision behind each one of the words. And this might be a little confusing, but we, we put some value statements on the wall at church. We value training, value those things. That's to just tell everyone, hey, this is generally the kind of church we are. But in this conversation, I actually would love to talk specifically about what we're calling our connection group core values. So these are kind of the guiding signposts. These are these are the marching orders. These are the win for our connection groups. Absolutely. So why do we need to talk about core values? What is the purpose of doing that? It doesn't in some regard, it doesn't seem very spiritual. Why, right. why are we doing this? Totally. Yeah, the argument could be made. It sounds more like a business than a church, right? Right. That's, yep. that's a great point. Yep. We grew really fast as a church, and we, we've added connection groups quickly, and we kind of cut people free. Like, go for it. Go lead a group. You're doing great. We love you. Go for it. Have fun. Right? And we didn't do a great job continuing to tell people, by the way, this is what we're looking for in a group. It, anyone who's in education knows there's that there's that professional development. There's you go to conferences, you read books, you continue to learn and grow and develop. We really tried to love our leaders by just seeing where they're at, but we didn't. And I'm saying we like we haven't done a great job loving our leaders and therefore our connection groups by continuing to point them towards what we're going after. And so, great, wonderful, godly leaders, and you guys picked almost different wins sometimes, right? So one group is saying, yeah, we love each other. We really like hanging out. We're best friends. So our group's going great. It's like, okay, well, are you guys planning on raising up leaders? Are you going to multiply any of that? No, you just really love each other? Well, you're kind of getting it, but I, but I can understand why you, you'd miss that. Or others of you are saying like, man, we're doing community service projects together. We're really getting out there and getting after it. Yeah, our group is healthy. And we're going, well, that's not exactly, but, but I can see how you got there, right? Even as we're trying to invite new people in a community here at Veritas, we want to set them up for success and set them up to contribute from day one for what a connection group is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But we really weren't telling them consistently what to expect. We sort of told them generally what groups are and then put them into the messy middle where we left the leaders, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so we're kind of taking a top and bottom approach of, of saying, all right, leaders, We've got three core values, and and the win of Connection Group is learning to live these values out together and to invite your group into contributing their energy and their effort, their talent, towards living these values out. And as you do it, you're going to see growth as a byproduct for sure. Mm -hmm. And then through things like brunch, launch point, we're telling people, okay, these are the core values. This is how you can step up and contribute and hoping that they sort of meet in the middle where 
groups are going to feel different, look different, have a different flavor because of the personalities of the leaders, the gifts, the makeup for sure. But this is kind of the sandbox to play in, right? Mm-hmm. Have fun. You can play with your tractors. You can dig a hole. You can do whatever. But this is the sandbox to play in. So core values, you mentioned the sandbox. I really liked that picture, right? Because you have a play area just to dive into this whole sandbox yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. right? You have the play area, but you have edges, right? There are, there are corners. So you're saying the core values are just we're just – putting that box up for the so the sand doesn't get everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean generally what we'd say for our, our connection groups is the boundaries of the sandbox look like our theology as a church, right? So if a connection group is is going theologically a way different direction than our church, all right guys, that's that's not where we're going. You've stepped that sort of the boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Our theology, our ministry culture and distinctives. So we're we're radically relational as a church. We want to be relationally focused. Okay, your group should reflect that somehow, right? Or we want to stay simple as a church. Man, your group should reflect that. So the sandbox is our our theology as a church, our mission and vision as a church. That's a big part of it too. Uh, we want to raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Okay, what we're doing in Connect Groups has to fit within that too. Our theology, our mission, vision, um, our culture, our distinctives, the kind of church that we want to be, the flavor we have are kind of crazy. It's not, it's not what every church has to be like, but that's just what we're like as a family. And then our core values for connection groups. Those are kind of the four boundaries. Within that, man, there's a lot of room for leaders to lead and, and to have fun and to, to do what you know do what's healthy for their group. So in that, we're not saying um, what the rotation of group looks like or where you have to meet or if you have to have food or not have food. or you know, There's a lot of room, even how long your night's supposed to be. How long the discussion is supposed to be? Do you split men and women? Like, I don't know, leaders, like, we love you. Do as best for your people. Have fun. Well, and that's the key thing, too. I mean, leaders are, they're, they're, they're leading. So yeah. there's some things there, too. But they're getting some direction yep. from us through those core values so that they know what's going on. And yep. some people can look at that negatively because it has been negative in the past. But they're, they're good leaders and they're poor leaders. And so trying, we strive to be the most... God-honoring leaders there can be, and so just pushing for that as well. And I think spiritually, again, too, with these segments kind of standing out to us as walls on the sandbox, as as guides, we want to see people shepherded, and as best we can, shepherding is always dicey, right? Because you just, each person grows at a different rate of speed, and we... You know, we, you know, you want to encourage someone in their walk with Jesus to move along quickly, but that's not always the case. And so, you know, it goes at different rates of speed, but just wanting to give that guidance, give that direction, just want to give that picture to our people. So what is something that you're most excited about with our new core values? Yes. Yeah, so I'll just list the core values really quick. Community, care, application, multiplication. Community care, application, multiplication. In the next weeks, we'll, we'll talk through what those mean specifically, how, how we flesh this out. One of the things I'm excited for is actually a couple conversations I've had with leaders recently where they've been excited to have direction. Like when, when our leaders feel free to lead, that gets me jacked. When our leaders feel like, yes, I know what we're going for together, that gets me excited. Mm-hmm. Like we have incredible connection with leaders here at Veritas Church that mm-hmm. want to shepherd their people. And what I'm experiencing is, hey, when we tell them what we're going for, they're like, sweet, finally, like, let's go. Let's get after it together. One of the things that I think is going to be a fun emphasis is that multiplication piece. Um, When we talk about multiplication, we're talking about personally, okay, your faith multiplying. 
We're talking about raising up leaders and we're talking about multiplying connection groups. Mm -hmm. And I hope as we live that out within our connection groups, we actually set ourselves up to multiply churches, Mm -hmm. you know? There, there's a there's a funny language thing. I did my undergrad in linguistics, and I took a class that I loved about how language shapes how you see yourself and how you see the world. We use language to interpret the world and to shape the categories. And so many of us have heard of church splits mm-hmm. or connection group splits. Okay, our group's going to split. But split has so many negative connotations in the church world. We're explicitly saying multiplication because we want to joyfully send people out. Now, man... In the church world, again, there hurts, there splits for sure. That's reality. But we're not splitting up our groups. We're multiplying them out because God is raising up leaders. And we are joyfully, even when it's bittersweet, even when they're gospel goodbyes, joyfully sending people out to, to develop new connection groups and ultimately, Lord willing, to plant more churches, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. How do the four, so we're going to, again, again, just as a reminder, we're going to walk through each one of these. Yeah. But how do those four things uh, rely on each other to create this dis- mature disciple that is going out as an everyday missionary. Yeah, yeah. And when we look at kind of the the things we're doing as a church, the strategy, Jake sort of talked about that in the sermon. Like there are six pieces of our strategy for shaping people. So we've recognized Connection Group can't do everything. Um, Connection Group cannot accomplish mission effectively when we're trying to make it focus on personal development. It also can't really accomplish discipleship, per se, in the context of meeting once a week with a mixed-gender group, often multi-generational, all of that, right? So we're trying to define even, okay, these are the things Connection Group can accomplish. Connection Group can be the place where you feel shepherded and cared for, right? The elders of Veritas, Matthew, you being one of the elders, have given responsibility and authority to our Connection Group leaders. You've vetted them. Um, that you've given them responsibility to to shepherd the sheep. So most people's direct contact with care, shepherding, discipline, encouragement at Veritas is going to be a connection group context. That's a beautiful thing. Um, and so part of our being shaped is like that life-on-life connection thing. And that takes time. That takes touch points. That takes the truth. That takes tension. Like it, it you know, it takes those kind of classic elements of discipleship Um being together in a connection group over time as we gather around the word and just try to live out these these four rhythms, these four elements, that's a big part of shaping us. And and we'll have other contexts like classes for theological formation for sure. You know, we, we want to emphasize those things at different points, but um, I'm excited for the health of our connection groups to increase as we specify, as we clarify what the goal is so that leaders can lead in that direction too. Yeah, I'm really excited about just giving them the reins with those parameters. I'm really excited about this emphasis on the teaching and care and and things along that line, too. And just really seeing, like, folks, Veritas, Veritas Church. I'm not talking about the church. I'm not talking about other churches in town. But for us as a people, nothing against any of those aforementioned groups. But really for us to, like, live out the gospel and not make it such a thing. And it's interesting, like, even as we talk about some of these details, how long, I mean, very practically, how long have you guys been thinking about this as directors? I know we as elders had been wrestling with it for a significant period of time. Like, how long, how long have you been dealing with this? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been thinking about this for a while. And before I jumped in as the adult ministry director was having conversations about how we how we can continue to lead our leaders well and streamline our direction there. And part of why 
I was pulled into the adult ministry department was because I, I was having conversations with Jake and Michael and going like, hey, okay, this is how we're doing it in Salt Company. Are there ways that we can help with the church site? Like, we love the local church. We want to figure out how this all works together. And Veritas has grown really quickly. And that's both God's grace and a challenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because part of what happened was we had people together in the same room and we could say, hey, just stick around and you'll get it. You'll pick it up because we're around in the same room. And then all of a sudden we weren't in the same room anymore. And all of a sudden for years we weren't in the same room and groups were multiplying and spreading out. I even just look back over the last three years and go, okay, for all of our departments, the last three years have been this like growing process of size breaking our systems and size forcing us to reckon with how do we do this better? And not because we were doing it wrong before, but because we're in a new time. And so we got to do things a little differently. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, guys, this has been a long-term project. Even as language is just rolling out, by the time Jake had told the church about the new vision, us directors were like, yeah, or come on, guys. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing this already because we've been, we've been praying about it, thinking about it, talking about it, working on it for a while. And that's one of the things that's really important. And again, you know, maybe for some of you who aren't used to the church leadership world is really wrestling. Like, this is all about discipling people. Yeah. This is all about teaching people about Jesus. How do we get people... Um, to the foot of Jesus, how do we get people in the Word? How do how do we do that? Like we want greater um, disciples, and I think for some of us, again, like I challenge you to get past the Sunday morning. The Sunday morning is not all that we we think about, but really, like how do we encourage people in the Word so they can celebrate with us on Sunday morning the greatness of God? And, and some of what you were saying before about man, we're not talking to the church or other churches. This is our kind of crazy right? Mm-hmm. doesn't make it the right thing. I don't see these four core values like explicitly laid out in, you know, second yeah. exclamations or something, you know, yeah, like right. third amphibians, whatever. <laughs> um, we, we think these are biblical principles for sure. And it's not wrong if other churches are going to emphasize something slightly different in the way they do their body life, yeah. right? We, we are trying to together and just love the people God's brought here, help us all grow into maturity and be sent out for God's mission. And Connection Group leaders, I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful that you're on mission with us. You guys are killing it. You love your people well. And it's not, man, it's not always easy, especially with the, the season we live in, the decisions we're having to make in light of COVID and all these things. Um, but Connection Group leaders, I'm so thankful for you. And I'm thrilled and excited to just be along the ride with you and to see how God's going to use you to raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, and he's going to be glorified by the way that you love his people. Well, I'm excited to go through these things over the next several weeks. Nathan, thank you so much for the work and time that you've put into this. We appreciate you as you're kind of the new guy on the adult ministry team. We appreciate you jumping in there and serving us in this way. Veritas, we love you. We hope and pray that through this, really, you'll be encouraged to grow closer to Jesus and you'll be encouraged to walk alongside those who are with you in community. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys.